Here's how you become a Savings Catcher Diva or Don. Step one, download the Walmart app and use the Savings Catcher. Step two, enter your Walmart receipt. Step three, Savings Catcher compares prices of eligible items at Walmart. Step four, if it finds a lower advertised price by a leading store in your area, it will give you the difference on an e-gift card in a few days. Step five, do a two-step. You're in. Saving money in every penny counts. Save with Savings Catcher from Walmart. Comparison on eligible products only. Restrictions apply. Visit walmart.com slash savings catcher for details. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads from over 200 countries and your number one source in after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, AfterBuzzers. We're here during another AfterBuzz TV after show for MTV's Teen Wolf Season 4, Episode 11, A Promise to the Dead. I'm your host, Kristen Elizabeth Snyder, and joining me, AfterBuzz TV host, June Lee. Hello. Hello, hello. Our special guest, please, Brett, please Yay. welcome Cody St. New. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was awesome. That was really cool. That was a dope build up. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us this oh evening. Thank you so much. No, of course. Like I've I've definitely been a fan of Afterbuzz and you know, I think you guys totally rock and I'm, I'm totally honored to be here. Thank oh. you. We think you rock. Yes. You have become one of our favorites this season. And fan favorites. Yeah. Fan favorites We're too. so excited that you join the lacrosse team and you are a badass on the lacrosse. You're teaching you're teaching lessons out there on the field. <laughs> he's so sweet too. Like Aww. that moment between him and him and Liam. I can Oh yeah, he was sweet after yeah. he let him up on the field. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, you know, Brett, he's you know, I think Brett and I can speak for, you know, Liam too. You know, they're both competitive lacrosse sports players. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I that you know, Brett, I think it was really interesting this last episode, you know, um he definitely showed a, a vulnerable side and, and showed another yeah. layer that I don't know if people were too familiar exactly. with. Aware with yeah yeah we weren't aware with it because honestly when you first came in i think we suspected you to be a villain mm-hmm. because we had no idea that you were actually a werewolf yeah yeah well when he steps out of the bus <laughs> like this hot preppy snobby yeah. guy you were bossing you know, people like, around and kind of just being really, mean, <laughs> being really mean to liam and being like yeah. 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 I mean, it's true. I mean, you know, the way I, you know, I looked at it, um, you know, he definitely was very, you know, jerkish, you know, mm-hmm. to Liam. But, you know, I, the way I tried to look at it and view it from Brett's perspective is there's a, there's a huge loyalty element to that. Mm-hmm. You know, he, Liam did demolish Coach's car and, yeah. you know, Brett had an opportunity to, when Liam shook his hand to, to change that whole outcome, he didn't. Yes. Which, you know, Cody would have. That's something I would have. But um, <laughs> but you know, there there was definitely a big uh, loyalty element to there, and and you know it. It did set a very uh, strong tone, to say mm-hmm. the least, for it Brett. Did. <laughs> well, we have a caller on the line Yay. already. Caller, Whoa. what's your name? Where are you from? Hi, this is Ariana from Minnesota. Hi, oh, Ariana. Hi. Do you have a question for Cody? <laughs> hi. Um, hi. I wanted to ask him <laughs> what it was like to film Teen Wolf coming into this new show that was already established and how was it working with the cast and who was your favorite to work with and 
Ooh. all that. We want to know the, everything. The, you want <laughs> the, the, the whole experience. Um, it was, you know, <laughs> it was crazy. You know, I was I was so humbled and honored that you know a hit show such as MTV's Teen Wolf wanted mm-hmm. me to be a part of their season. Aww. First off, um, and uh, secondly, um, what is it like working with the cast? I mean. Dude, everyone's so freaking talented. Yeah, I mean, I mean, working with them, it, it almost makes my job easier because mm-hmm. I'm working with just such mm-hmm. great actors. And um, well, you're also very talented. Let's not be. Did too they take you under their wing <laughs> and uh, like practice with you on the side? What was that yeah, like coming um, in completely fresh? Coming, you know, there was a lot of pressure because you know coming in, you know, especially half, you know, mid season, mm-hmm. everyone already has their favorites and people, you know, people already have um, you know, history with these characters. So I was like. I don't know how much they're going to like Brett. We're going to see. <laughs> I think there are a lot of people that like you, especially after yeah. last night with Brett, with um, Liam. Yeah, so. definitely. Yeah. That, was, that was a really cool moment. You know, um, I'm, I'm really glad that, you know, Jeff wrote that arc in there for those two to, you know, find some amends. And, um, and you know, that's just what happens, I think, in life. That's what Teen Wolf is such a cool show. There's always mm-hmm. a life message, and it shows people to mm-hmm. put aside your differences mm-hmm. dur- due to life circumstances and, you know, come, coming together. I think it was really cool. Totally. Before we yeah. let Ariana go, can you share maybe a set story with one? Of, did they ever play, like, a prank on you or something? <laughs> um, a prank. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like it happened. Tyler Posey yeah. is always <laughs> up to no I good. Knew <laughs> I knew it. I felt it coming. He he's just always like bringing the energy, and he always likes to like scare people. Like there's definitely um on one of the uh, after shows of uh, Teen Wolf, <laughs> there's definitely a clip of him scaring Kira, and and if you oh yeah, look, I saw that. I saw that. If you look, I kind of flinched too, but the camera was more. <laughs> I on think her. I did see that. <laughs> I definitely saw that. So, yeah, that's, oh you know, always God. count on Tyler for to bring the energy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ariana, thank you so much for calling in. Thank we really you. appreciate thank the support. Yeah, bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. So let's go ahead and start talking about the episode, and then we'll get mm. back to your character later. Totally. Of course, we want to know everything. Of course. <laughs> um, so... Alan, we find out Deaton's first name is Alan. I'm not sure if we knew that before. Maybe we did. But I was just like, okay. And then he's saving this girl from a Wendigo so that Mm -hmm. he can sort of make a trade at Eichenhaus in Mm -hmm. order to talk to Dr. Valak, who we've never met, but apparently has some pretty strong powers. Yeah. What is I didn't really even understand what this guy is, so I'm hoping we get more of him. He's got he like drilled a hole in his forehead and has a third eye there. I you know (laughs) To me, that is a mystery too. <laughs> like, I didn't know was like was he a supernatural that already had that? Mm, yeah. Did he surgically? You know, he is a doctor, so right. you don't know. Oh. Maybe, maybe it's like uh, you know Some um, Frankenstein stuff. It could be. You know, totally. Doctor, uh, um, the other. Dr. Veaton? Oh, what's his name? Deaton. 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 Yeah. Deaton. Dr. Deaton, you know, kind of has some supernatural doctorates, yeah. so maybe this is, like, his arch-evil enemy. That I would be feel, cool. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I think he... I, I thought he was supernatural for sure. But he has, like, this, like, Silence of the Lamb thing, like... Right? Yes, that is perfect. Yeah, right? I definitely I felt that. Totally I was worried for that. Dean. Of course, none of us wanted him to step closer, no, but, but he did. Yeah. So yeah. what exactly <laughs> happened there? Did the eye like put him in a trance? Is was it sort of like hypnotic? I there was a trance. Going there was something. On. I, it was a very Medusa-like quality. <laughs> it was like looking into you know I don't know something. He messed with his inner mm-hmm. psyche or something, and and yeah. I, I was really sad about that because he's such a nice, good character, and I was like, mm. no. But Lydia steps in and brings him out. 
out of this yes. trance. And I would have liked to see I that wish. because all I can imagine her doing is like screaming in his ear, right? That would have me up. I mean, <laughs> our limited creativity. Yeah. Well, she's a banshee. What else yeah, is she going to do? do? I know. I agree. I feel like it was one of those moments where like they just had so much because it was such an mm-hmm. amazing episode mm-hmm. you know there was yeah. so much going on mm-hmm. and like you just could feel that the writers wanted to show it but there just wasn't time I, I want to get more from that I character think, though mm-hmm. maybe I think that's a, a flashback in the last one yeah and yeah. also mm-hmm. maybe that's slaying pipe for next season too mm-hmm. who Team knows Wolf, yeah Team Wolf is definitely notorious for setting things up for the future mm-hmm. you know they, mm-hmm. they throw little elements in there and it's kind of like a little seed that just grows and you're like oh I remember that yeah. <laughs> I'm very curious about what all Deaton found out yeah. while he was there. Because it looked like he was in the well, church catacombs is where he was. Yeah, yeah, he was transported. That's what makes me think is that I feel like the doctor has supernatural powers mm-hmm. and he might have put the eye in there so that he can communicate that with others, you mm. know? So right. He just wanted to show people. I like that. Okay, so... <laughs> Glad <laughs> mo- you like that. <laughs> moving on. I-, I like where you're going with that. I'm satisfied. We can move on now. Um, so Scott's mom finds the bag of money. Mm. And she's like, how long have you had this? And he's like, too long. Mm-hmm. And I really like that part where she says, you know, yeah. Scott, you can save people's lives, mm-hmm. but you can't save them from life. Mm-hmm. Life is full of struggles. And I really like that because totally. it was so true. And he was handing over the money and being like, this can pay for the roof. This can pay for Eichen House bills yeah. for styles. And she's like, what can this one pay for? That's like covered in blood. That was like my heart. I was like, oh, yeah, man. That's that little reminder. Of what it was all about. Yeah. And, I mean, it, I, it's true. And I think in a way that that'll be a cool lesson for Scott. Because mm-hmm. Scott mm-hmm. is always being the hero that tries to save everyone. And as they say, no good deed goes unpunished. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that that's a good thing for Scott to keep in mind. That, you know, there's just some things that are out of your control. And that's just with yeah. everyday life, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's just some things, you, you know... He wants to fix everything. But I also feel I also feel like a part of it is like, you know, Styles wouldn't be involved in Eichenhaus and all these things if he wasn't Scott's best friend. And I kind of feel like he feels a responsibility. Right. That makes a lot of sense. That's a great point, Jim. Yeah. So Derek's not at all upset (laughs) (laughs) because this money wasn't even his. He invests in lofts and apartment buildings. How cute was that moment when, like, Tyler is, when Scott is like, oh my god, there's another vault in here? Yeah. <laughs> I was, put up money, money, money. <laughs> <laughs> that was so posy ish. Yeah. 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 So let's talk about Liam a little bit and how he was just seeing these berserkers everywhere. So, I mean, he's so traumatized by the situation. And thankfully, your character was there to, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm kind of help him see what was going on and bring him out of that Mm -hmm. trance or nightmare, really. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, what does Liam have to do in order to get past this traumatizing event? Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's, that's a, what does one have to do? Um... I think he really needs to, you know, work on his mindset. Mm-hmm. The, the first thing that comes to my head, you know, I know that Brett's pack is a Satomi pack, and we're like, we are Buddhist werewolves, and we are mm-hmm. all about so cool. control. Yeah, so yeah. cool. So we're all about control, and, you know, we definitely have a monstrous side to us, but mm-hmm. we, we learn to control, and, um, and I think that's where Liam needs to understand. Also, he's so young, so there, I'm sure there's lots of emotion. I mean, if you really think about it, you know, it's a 16-year-old going through yeah. that. At that yeah. age when there's just so much you don't even understand, like, 
Like, what? Like, I would have post-traumatic stress disorder berserker yeah. syndrome, too. <laughs> I like that. I think that's berserker, a new thing. Yeah. Hashtag berserker syndrome. Yes, yeah. seriously. Um, well, do you guys think that it's important that he perhaps faces another berserker? I think so. That's where I was going with that. Wow. Is that I feel like... I feel like there's a reason why he's being haunted by the Berserker. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. The Berserker went, a- went after everybody. But I feel like there's a reason that Liam had a specific reaction. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it might actually be Liam that kills the Berserker. Whoa. That, not, not That's Scott. a nice prediction. So That'd Stephanie really Golding cool. does ask, mm-hmm. do you think that Brett considers leaving Satomi's pack mm-hmm. and joining Scott's? Mm-hmm. Because he seemed sort of jealous of Liam. I mean, we get that whole speech from him saying, you know, uh, Scott's not strong because of how much he can lift, but rather, you mm-hmm. know, his strength and character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and how much he can endure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You gave a brilliant speech. Seriously. Loved it. Kudos to Jeff Davis. Amazing writer. No, um, thank you. That's that's very nice. Um, You know, I don't know. I think that Brett is so loyal I think that maybe there's a way to, you know, maybe learn from Scott. Um, you know, the only way that me personally, just from what I know so far, is that since he is so loyal, I don't see him just leaving. Maybe if something yeah. happened to say Tommy and maybe it'd be like mm-hmm. a whole adoption werewolf thing. <laughs> I like maybe that. like a ceremony. I'm just yeah. making, I have no idea, but, you know, maybe something like that even. You know, I'm going to go out on a limb and I say, I'm going to say I see alpha qualities in Brett. And I think oh. that it, there might be, there might <laughs> be, there might be like, I don't know, like if Satomi yeah. passes away for some reason, yeah. he might kind of take over as a new alpha of that group. That, that I mean, that would be really cool. It's funny, actually. Right? A, a lot of fans have been saying that. They've definitely mm-hmm. been really? saying. Yeah, actually. They, that's a lot of fans nice. have been saying Brett would make a great alpha because all throughout the episode, you see him caring, you know, for yeah, you know, Lily, other, my sister, exactly. and, and making sure his pack's good. And mm-hmm. he does have that intense badassness to like, take care yeah. of stuff when he needs mm-hmm. to. And it seemed like you really looked up to Scott when you were talking about yeah. it. We actually have another caller on Ooh, the line. Yay. Caller, what's your there name? Where are you from? caller before me? You're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we all Josh? are crazy. Is this Josh? This sounds like Josh from Florida. He's a huge How fan. How are you guys? Hi, Josh. Hi. Do you have a question for Cody? Yes. Cody, first of all, bro, like, I'm impressed. Don't get me wrong. Like, at first, I was like, but, you know, kind of giving me those Jackson vibes or maybe yeah, like what you would have seen totally. if Jackson was continuing on the show. Mm, I like that. That's an interesting I already point. Kinda, I, I like your, your play on it and I just, you're doing a good job and I just can't wait to see more this season and next season because, uh, come on. Dude, come bro, on. dude, that is so, <laughs> dude, thank you so much. Like, I, I really appreciate, you know, it's it's really cool. You know, seeing, you know, hearing a fan have a great reaction because they didn't give me too much how to play Brett. They just mm-hmm. kind of threw him at me. And so I, I really crafted a very specific how I felt about him. So wow. I, I really, you know, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. That's amazing. No problem. And um, question wise, would yeah. this be um, so far, what would you say has been the hardest scene for you to film mm. and what's been the easiest? Hmm. That's a great question, Josh. Yeah. You know the the from ha- what we've seen so far. Obviously. Yeah, from what you've seen so far, I'd say the hardest was when, you know, I was getting pegged with arrows in the rain scene. Yeah, I mean, oh. not only was that just you know, I've never, to be honest, I've never done action scenes before. Like this mm-hmm. is my first. You know, they've really been testing me all around what I can do, <laughs> and you know, they went through like I think 
14,000 gallons of water or something yeah. to just, I like... I hear it just pours. And that water was <laughs> freezing! Oh, <laughs> I mean, wow. it was so cold. Oh, no. But, you know, that... And in terms of, like, action, you know, getting hit in the face with a crossbow, that was probably the most challenging. Mm. Um, the most easy scene, I'd have to say, would be, um... You know, I... I probably this last monologue mm-hmm. that I did with Liam, you know, because I... You know, me, I, myself, I'm almost like the Dr. Phil for my friends. I'm, I'm very, like, yeah. I totally sense that. Yeah, like, I, totally I, sense I, that. I really, you know, if you even look at my tweets, like, I'm always tweeting inspirational stuff. Like, I'm, I'm totally all about, like, making people feel good, understanding mm-hmm, them, mm-hmm. helping them. And so, you know, that's where me and Brett definitely met eye to eye was um in that mm. last night scene for sure. That's great. That's yeah. awesome. We we can sense your energy oh, even totally. in this room. No, you do. You give off yeah. a very positive energy. Positive. Thank you. Well, Josh, thank you so much for calling. We always appreciate your calls and your support. You have great questions. Ooh. Thanks, Josh. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. Um, so we get that scene where Derek's alarm's going off in his loft and Lydia oh shows up gosh. screaming. We get that nice little naked scene with Brady. I know, Megan Tandy. Megan Tandy. I tweeted Megan Tandy. She was here. She was on a couple of episodes ago. And I I just, I was like, your bod, oh my God. (laughs) Killing them. Killing them. How does that even happen? Yeah. Jeez. This is such a steamy episode. Like, yeah. all around. Really this show's was. just steamy. No, but this episode was extra <laughs> the sh- steamy. The, yeah, the show definitely it has that sexy, steamy mm-hmm. vibe, but I, I definitely think last night there was a lot of different steaminess. You know, there's the mm-hmm. romantic yes. with, you know, yeah. Scott and Kira, which was adorable, and then Aww. there was Brayden with a shotgun and with that I amazing know. body. I, mean, yeah. I was like, no. Can't get any more sexier than that. Yeah, did not drop. (laughs) So when you have to film, I know we've had some of the actresses and actors talk about this before. When they have to film their scenes that are shirtless or you know in little clothing, do you prepare (laughs) a certain way? I mean, because they say you know you can't maintain that all the time. That you know they will really prepare like two weeks ahead of time. Well, you know, well that's nice to know. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, me personally, (laughs) I definitely had a trainer leading up to my shirt listings i can say mm-hmm. that but you know it just goes to show how much everyone really cares about the show specifically jeff he puts so much into it he he went and funded a whole gym on the set and he yeah, has a trainer that. that goes and and works people out and um to make sure that you know not only that of course they look great for the audience but they also feel confident yeah, you know because that's, that's a vulnerable important. thing so totally um you know no well, but you look great i can't imagine <laughs> anybody on this show feeling vulnerable uh, <laughs> I mean, you're, we're at the heart of it. Actors are very insecure. Well, maybe yeah. it's me. We're, we're insecure people. No, we totally. just, you know. No, I don't know what you mean. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. No, well, do you uh, have a specific diet that you eat? We had Lydia on, and she was, like, telling us, Holland Road, and was telling us, like, some of the stuff that Hecklin eats sunset oh, when he's, man. like, preparing. She oh, said yeah. he just goes through, like, packets and packets of meat. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's, like, so it's, it's... like, very kind of ketogenic. Almost. I guess so, yeah. Oh, yeah, I definitely have a specific. My trainer has it, and he busts my ass about it. Um, I mean, I eat a lot. I, although, if I don't eat a lot, I look like a tall, skinny avatar. No! <laughs> so I have to make sure I'm oh always gosh. eating. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, my breakfast is, like, seven egg whites, two packets of oatmeal, then a protein shake, like, eight ounces of meat. It's, like, just constantly eating. I'm walking yeah. around wow. very lethargic. All of that for, like, <laughs> breakfast? Throughout, well, the first part, yeah, seven egg whites. Oh, and two my goodness. Yeah. It's vicious. Wow. That's a lot. <laughs> 
Well, it sounds delicious. You're making me hungry. <laughs> Thanks for the tips. <laughs> yep. I'm going to probably you just eat that throughout the entire day. Tomorrow. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> it's way too much for me. But uh, so we get Malia trying to wake Styles up for the early practice he has because they're preparing for their very first lacrosse game at home. And she is kind of being a little rude about waking him up. And then she looks at his wall and notices that, you know, as one of the questions on his wall and who he's trying to figure out is the desert wolf. So mm-hmm. he's looking for her mother, which then, you know, make, puts a little smile on her face and she decides to make out with him, even though he hasn't brushed his teeth yet. That was so that was sweet. So cute. I was like, wow, that's oh. adorable. That I mean, yeah. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. It, I love them together. I love them too. You know, it, I just love everybody together. <laughs> everybody, no, no, not like, not like everybody together. Let's just all like, hug. Yeah, hug twenty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you're supposed to hug for twenty seconds. I learned. Really? Oh, why? What? Because it takes twenty seconds for like to endorphins to to oh. leave your brain, which actually make you feel good. You're really? supposed to get that's a long time. That's cold. I know, but that's cuddling. That's not a hug. Twenty seconds. is I'm cuddling. saying after twenty seconds, though, <laughs> you really feel a connection, and like that's it makes a, you feel better. I believe it. I totally. Yeah. That gives okay. your body, your your brain and body to relax and to actually get in the choose moment. Choose this. It's feel the connection. Yeah, yeah. and endorphins two, yeah. are released. Okay, totally. so group hug after but it this. takes twenty, 20 seconds. seconds. We're gonna have okay. the countdown. Oh, yeah, done, yeah. We'll have all right, down. for sure. Um, so. Then Malia, she passes her test, or at least <laughs> one of them. Yeah. And Kira's telling Lydia, you know, Deadpool's over, you don't have to mm-hmm. worry about it. But, you know, we saw her scream, and she looks on the board, just, you can yeah. tell someone, death is coming still. Yeah. And yeah. I thought it was odd that Lydia had such a kind of, like, stoic reaction to Malia's um, test scores, the C-. I think she's just, like, out of it. Totally. She is still, like, you know, yeah. wanting to find out who's gonna die. Because she, yeah. she gets these premonitions, but she yeah. still doesn't quite know how to handle it so she can prevent the death. You know? she, has, so. she, has, she has no other alpha banshees to yeah, exactly. help her out along the ride. She's literally figuring this out all on her I own know. as she goes, which is... I feel like throughout the season, she's kind of, like, been forced to be an adult. All on her own. Yeah. yeah. You know, she has, like, no guidance. Nobody kind of, like, to lean on. Mm-mm. Allison's yeah. gone. Scott's Aww. worried about his pack. Like, yeah. Ugh, so well, well, we got some good We got some good news. Sheriff Stolinski wants to take everyone out to dinner because Eichenhouse let the bills go, considering uh, they almost got murdered mm-hmm. last week, Styles and Lydia. So yeah. they at least don't have to worry about that. And mm-hmm. we find out Malia's favorite food is deer. That was, that was I tweeted out uh, Styles' lyrics after pizza. You like pizza. pizza. You like pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that is hilarious. What's your favorite food now that we're on the topic? Oh yeah. Oh man, my favorite food. Um, I'm with always the pizza. I'm with pizza. <laughs> <laughs> pizza with deer meat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that deer pepperonis. Yeah, deer. <laughs> no, poor deer. I, I, I know. Um, no, I I'm always tweeting about Thai food. Oh, I have you been good. to um, Palms Thai on Hollywood Boulevard? No. Try it. You Their guys, pad thai is amazing. You guys really? have to go to Cholada. Cholada. I'm writing Chilada. it down. It's on PCH. Okay. It has an, um, it's like so beautiful to drive there. I mean, it's on PCH. Oh, and wow. like you would never imagine a Thai place on yeah. the beach, but it's really like, that's so amazing. Delicious. I would love to take a girl on a date there it's, then. It's like, a very kind the of beach. unpretentious. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone want to go on a date with me? Uh, <laughs> grab some Thai food. <laughs> oh 
I have a feeling we're blowing up the phones right now. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I feel hilarious. like they're just frying up, like, no one's getting through. <laughs> Probably. I think that's what's happening. Oh, my God. You guys are so cute. Um, so, let's move on to Argent. He yes. tracked down Kate, finally, and the Berserkers. Yeah. But, unfortunately, he also finds Peter. Oh. Who, you know. Peter, I want to oh. smack him. He's, he's like, he I'm not going to. He lost me. Oh. He's like, I'm not going to kill you because Kate, I promised Kate I wouldn't, but I'm going to stick this pole in you and you're, I'm going to leave you here to die. So. Yeah. That's just his little <laughs> game. He likes to play that neutral. Like, I'm not really a bad guy. I'm not doing enough to quite, yeah. but you know. Yes. But you know what? Anyone that shoves a metal rod through my stomach, you're yeah. not good. I'll tell you that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're definitely not good. <laughs> I, I agree with I that. I wonder if fans like A2 a Monster on YouTube like still don't want Peter to die. You know, I like, don't want him to die still. I, I gotta I, say, and I love you know, Ian Bowen. I love Ian. You know what yeah. I mean? But then, like, wow, he Peter made me angry. Yes, me too. Yeah. Yeah. That's not cool. That you can't be shoving cool. rods through people. No. <laughs> you cannot. I mean, no. I still want his character to find some redemption yeah. and, like, have an arc, but Whoa. apparently the writer said that's not gonna happen. No. Really? That's what they Wait, said. They to spoiler alert. They told Ooh. us. Yeah, they've said it on here before that they never saw him, you know, coming, well, turning good. They've always just the, seen him as the bad guy. I think it would be, I personally, myself, I think what would be really cool is maybe since, you know, Malia, she started, you know, I think that there's a room to maybe him leave the show learning from his ways and maybe leaving on a good note instead of being such a shithead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think there like, is know, room for that. I, I, I think you're so. right. That would be cool. I mean, I, I like not necessarily dying, but kind is, of like, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna. I see that you have a family here with God and style. Exactly, as a daughter. I mean, mm-hmm. and you know, or if he does die, I think since he was such a you know OG on the show, I think that maybe you know. <laughs> yes, he, could. he was. He's, I mean, he's OG. Yeah, he's no, for he, sure is, OG. he is. Have you guys worked together? <clears throat> Me and Ian, have we had a scene? No. I've had almost a scene with everyone else but him. But. He's kind of like a slippery one to get a scene Yeah, with. well, and yeah. his scenes are pretty much always alone because he's, like, making these plans. Right, he's so diabolical. He plays it so well, though. He, he does. He, well, I think Ian is a very, very smart person. I think mm-hmm. oh, yeah. he's just very, very smart. So I oh, feel yeah. like he he utilizes that in his villainous qualities. It, definitely. It, it definitely shows through, you know, when the way he's plotting. And he plays, mm-hmm. like, the I'm innocent just enough, but, mm-hmm. like, I'm yeah. Not, and you know it. I'm like, fuck mm-hmm. you, shithead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what a he'd be horrible to date, right, Peter? He <laughs> like play, oh, be like playing Peter. everybody. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> totally not relationship material. <laughs> I do, I do want to see like his relationship with the desert wolf, though. Do you guys oh, that's think? Oh, yeah. What about Deaton though? When he was like, you know, I made a oh, promise to a, a woman. A woman. I loved, you know, I, like the way I took that was, it was not necessarily romance. A woman he loved was not necessarily oh, romantic. Do you think he what do you mean was by that? Do you think he was her kind of it could be like um someone he was related to that he loved. A woman oh. that he loved or like a friend. Oh, I mean like but De- what do you call Deaton? Deaton is a um the He's kind of like a guide for all the wolves. Yeah, people w- are going to get some of right? Yeah. So like maybe maybe the desert wolf was like, you know, his like first, you know, wow. werewolf or something like that that he led or something. It does sound like Deaton has a relationship with the desert wolf mm-hmm. and so does Peter. So that's going to be big. Oh, snap. <laughs> What's going on I there? love that triangle though. I love that triangle. That's an interesting triangle and and I must say she definitely had 
a diverse taste. You have the total good guy <laughs> and then the total iron-stabbing guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We will see well, how that plays complex. out. Yeah, you so. guys are complex, beautiful mm-hmm. creatures. <laughs> I want to talk about Arjun again. Parrish comes in and presents a beautiful thing for him. You know, Arjun's lost so much. He's ready to just <sighs> give up and die. And Parrish is so bringing up, you know, I don't care if you have to use your daughter, Allison, or your sister, or whoever, but, you know, let that be fuel. Mm-hmm. And you need to get back in the game and, and help fight this fight. Yeah. Yeah, he has like a Captain America thing, like a like Parish, some, yeah, some he does. sort of like superhero <laughs> kind yeah. of quality to about I, him. I love where Parrish is taking this yeah. character. I love I what love they're it. giving him. I mean, he totally mm-hmm. came in as like the positive hero. I'm here to save the day, da, 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 and like totally had all the <laughs> yeah. right words of encouragement. Totally. Mm-hmm. And I mean. Can we talk about those eyes? All right. I feel like he's definitely going to be presented as a phoenix, like, next episode. I feel like he's going to have to come in and save the day as a phoenix, right? Either a phoenix or I want to, like... Yes, yeah, somebody on um, the NW website, Nicholas, said that like he might be one of the thirteen Kitsunes, which I had no idea about. Hmm. Like, I never heard of those. Yeah, I, I never heard of thirteen Kitsunes. Before. I feel like they're not going to bring the Kitsune storyline yeah. back, though. But that's really interesting yeah. that he saw that because it could definitely be that. Yeah, that's but I'm going could, for the Phoenix too. Yeah, yeah I, w- I would definitely say the Phoenix. I mean, mm-hmm. the way that that rod, you know, there's only so many things that can bend metal and you and know, rise from the ashes. Oh. Yeah, seriously, so yeah. the way right. that that. You know, he definitely had to have heated that up and not even realized yeah. it. I have a question for you guys. <clears throat> Did he actually need Arjun's help? I didn't. I, I thought about the same thing. Oh. I don't. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think he did either. I think he wanted Arjun to want to live. Mm-hmm. And so he gave him that speech and mm-hmm. uh, and asked him to use wow. his pain as fuel. And I think going forward, once you have that sort of talk with someone to turn their pain into fuel, everything mm. they've gone to, let that fuel you rather mm. than, like, turn you into someone who doesn't want to live, wow. let it help you live twice, you know? Yeah. Let it help you really fuel your life going forward. And I feel like we might see a different Argent after this. Because yeah. if Parrish wow. is the Phoenix, I don't think he needed his help. Yeah, but does but does he know? But did he know exactly. he was the phoenix? Exactly. That, that was my thing. Like that's, that's a really too. cool way to put it. But mm-hmm. for me, it I think it's like he he's just discovering it as he goes. Like I all agree, this yeah. is just so new, and so mm-hmm. it's like he's he. I, it was a very collective moment right. for them totally. both. I feel I like I feel like by helping Arjun, Arjun helped Parrish. You know exactly. Yes. 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 Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. Like I feel like yeah, like you said, there like, was like this like synergistic thing that happened where totally. they both helped each other that. get mm-hmm. to where they needed to go. Uh, yeah, and I like their partnership, and I hope that, you know, after this, Argent does, you know, have a fuel for life and a little spark, and he continues mm-hmm. to be part of the pack, because yeah, I like him. I love Argent. He's so, I mean, talk about character arcs, going from a family of killing wolves to now yeah, yeah. protecting them to yeah. losing your daughter to... Losing your <sighs> wife. Oh. That's, yeah. that, takes, so that takes a lot of understanding in a human mm-hmm. being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the internet fans claimed that last week the yellow flower he found was just wolfsbane that the orphans used to poison Satomi's pack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I don't feel like we got that in the show, but that's what the fandom is saying. <coughs> oh, I, I get that, yeah. For sure. I mean, mm-hmm. I definitely, you know, that's why Brett was on such a loose cannon ready to mm-hmm. attack him. You know, he he definitely s- sensed and recognized that scent. And immediately went into attack mode. Oh, mm. so that was it, that was right. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. That okay. Is clear. The fans 
The fans have spoken. The fans know best. They, they know. Truly yeah. know. They truly do. Especially oh, yeah. Team Will fans. Oh, yeah. So Scott takes Kira on a first date finally Yay. to Derek's loft. And so it was cute. very like Edison, so, like old timey mm-hmm. with yeah. the lights everywhere. So romantic. Well, it was it, very romantic. It was cool. I mean, he, he definitely took, you know, her powers into consideration by mm-hmm. la- allowing her to have that, you know, it's like a supernatural God. cute moment yeah. between two supernatural. Yeah. It's like, you know, I'm the wolf and I know you work with electricity and I'm, voila, and I'm Props to you, Scott, my man, yeah. Mr. Romeo. <laughs> it was very thought out. And you totally. know what? I think that's what's lacking from the dating world at this point. It's like, <laughs> sure, let's go to a movie. Or sure, let's go get dinner or coffee. But it's like, did you try to find out anything about this person before you plan this date to try to implement yeah. that into I, the first yeah. date? How do you What do I do? Oh! <laughs> I have to admit, I'm definitely a Romeo at heart. Um, yeah, no, I totally am. I mean, all the girls are just melting. They're I, crying there, at home. There is a time for this girl that I dated. Um, it was raining and she couldn't kiss me, and so I went to her room <laughs> and I got a giant bag of Hershey caramel kisses, and there's like this metal rod with like seven layers of you know metal rods, and I and I taped in the rain, like every Hershey kiss to this thing and I told her to come out and I said since I can't kiss you I made a whole wall of Hershey kisses oh my <laughs> that is gosh so wait why couldn't she kiss you was it like a <clears throat> um a religious thing no <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. Um, no, no, no. I mean, to be honest, we were just going through like a weird little patch, and it was one of those. Oh, yeah, got it, got it, got it. I bet she wanted to after that, though. See, that's all it takes. Like, you can get mad and run away from that conversation, (laughs) or you can be creative like you did. Yeah, and 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 romance. I think that probably fixed it too, Mm -hmm. right? It did. No, it definitely (laughs) brought us a lot closer. And um, you know, that's you know, I I I think when you care about someone, you should definitely go the extra mile and, Mm -hmm. and show as to why you do yeah yeah i am yeah. so sad that i just haven't seen that in dating like with my it's, friends just our generation mm-hmm. is, i Shibari feel like it's a lost cause yeah. it's a lost yeah. it's just like putting in that extra effort you know yeah. and making it more of a personalized thing but scott definitely did that scott did it um and they were going to watch star wars but then so kate and the berserkers bust Ugh. in and ruin their first date they can't I'm even enjoy so their first angry. date because it was getting hot and heavy i know <laughs> i mean goodness gracious i don't know where things were going i think we all do come on I mean, maybe not i can only speculate <laughs> but <laughs> the, oh wow! The yeah, movie the got paused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, oh, and I gosh. hope to see that later. Hopefully, you know, next we're season. What later? Like the rest of that play out. <laughs> like first date again. Oh, okay. First date again. Okay. <laughs> and uh, hit play. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Scott fights Kate while Kira is badass and grabs those chains and whips around the berserker, but mm-hmm. they end up getting taken to Mexico anyway, mm-hmm. to the church, the catacombs uh, in the church. Well, the viewers had a couple of interesting points that oh, I agree. <clears throat> like, uh, what what was happening that, you know, we didn't really see Kira tap into her electrical powers. Yeah! And we didn't really see um, Scott, like, tap into his alpha powers, which mm-hmm. I understand more because, you know, he's afraid of being that true alpha, right. especially, like, you know, a couple of 
last it was last episode he like had the scary ship. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah I was wondering what why, happened. Why was there not. was there something that was you know blocking that or broken? I don't know because we haven't really seen Kira's powers for a long time. I remember when we first saw it, it was like on top of that hospital, and there was like electricity. I mean, like she shut down the electricity in the town. I mm-hmm. think so. Mm-hmm. It's like. She definitely has some power there, and I think for Scott, I feel like they're saving it for the finale. I feel like we have to see the Alpha come out. I mean, mm-hmm. especially if people are all attacking him and his pack. And yeah, Kate blames Scott I know. for ruining her family's that life. That was really heartfelt. I found. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I well, now it makes sense why she's helping Peter. Mm-hmm. Um, and she politely invites everyone to her church. <laughs> Which was right. So- I was like, what? <laughs> it's time to. Pray. Did you, did you guys oh see the hashtag? Yeah. Oh, that yeah. Was a that was a very smart hashtag. Yeah. I have to pray. Oh, yeah. Um, so, Kira wakes <laughs> up in the cages in the catacombs, and then Kate goes through the story about Artemis and Octagon, Octa, Octaon. Octaon. The myth where Octaon was a hunter and saw the goddess Artemis, mm-hmm. and Artemis nude. Yeah, was very upset about mm-hmm. this and turned him into a deer. Mm-hmm. And this caused a frenzy beneath his uh, his hunting dogs, mm-hmm. and his hunting dogs actually attacked him mm-hmm. and killed him, and that's why she's turning Scott into a berserker, so his pack will now be hunting him. Yeah. I love all of this, like, little bits of mythology. I do, It's so really cool. interesting. It's really yeah. awesome. You know what that made me think about, though, is who are the other two berserkers? Did Kate turn two yeah. people into berserkers? Wow. That's yeah, what I was that's thinking. that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What... One thing that I, and maybe, I don't know if it's because I didn't see part of the show, is I didn't understand how did she get the Berserkers. Yeah. It's yeah, not, it's, they, not really it's not really explained. I didn't think so, but, mm-hmm. you know, um, that was one thing I just, I didn't, that was one thing I was always wondering. I was like, dude. Why do you get two awesome bodyguards? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe she turned him like she just did yeah. Scott. Well, I mean, if she can, you know what? If she can turn Derek back into a little kid and mm-hmm. and you know make him progressively lose his powers, I think anything's up for debate. I, I think we're gonna find out more yeah. of that next week because yeah. we're back yeah. in the church and mm-hmm. we can kind of figure out what's going in there, why yeah. it's got so much power. Oh yeah. yeah. But how, how do you guys think this is gonna affect Scott? Now, is he going to be like? hypnotized into fighting for Kate and being bad? Is he going to have to feel like he has to fight against his pack? How is being a berserker going to change him? Yeah, and also, like, is it going to make him grow is my question, too. <laughs> I know a lot of people are asking that question because it's, like, <laughs> so, really so much shorter They're going to the recognize that he, <laughs> there's a short smaller. berserker. He's much, much That's shorter <laughs> than the other berserkers. That's really funny. I mean, to me, I, you know, I don't know anything but i to me it almost would seem like maybe the the mask has some possessive mm, conjuring quality like maybe that. too because yeah. the mask they always emphasize on the mask they they do mm-hmm. show the full bodies but it's, there's something about that mask that's very almost yes. i want to say demonic like um, jim carrey mask totally. yes exactly yeah, yeah. totally I like that. I hadn't quite thought of it like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I kind of hope that the berserkers aren't berserkers and that it is like two people that maybe she turned that Saved. maybe we yeah. would know. I don't know. I would kind of like to see that. Would that would be crazy. Yeah. If it was like. Who would people- it be, you think? What if it was like two know. dead characters yeah. she revived? I know. Them. That would I know. be amazing. And then it's like, oh my God. Like Isaac. 
Oh, that I would think's be... not coming back because uh, he didn't die. He just kind of left. The right. Show. Well, maybe, yeah. she, maybe she just done. But what if it was like? <laughs> I mean, a lot of people would love to see Allison back. I don't think that would happen. I don't think that's gonna happen. But um, who else could we bring back? I don't think Jackson. Victoria Argent. Back. Oh my god, <laughs> that'd be amazing. Honestly, I'd be so happy. And I know that there are a lot of fans that would be happy to see Victoria Argent back. People were talking about how great it would be that she's kind of the only person that could really take on Peter. Yeah. No, I know. I agree with that. That's true. I agree. Yeah. I would love to have her back and imagine if she was also a superhero. Because she was already such a badass protective Mm -hmm. mother. Totally. Yes, we want her back. That would be nuts. Wow, yeah. That would be crazy. Hmm. So, um, Scott and Kira are obviously late to the game and not showing up. Mm -hmm. And Peter shows up and sits next to Malia. And not we, a good episode for Peter. He no. asked Malia mm-hmm. to to kill Kate Argent. Now, yeah. do you guys? Because like this is the, she doesn't have anyone, and you know what? It's definitely <clears throat> tempting for her. This is something that comes natural to her. Well, mm-hmm. also, you know, to put in consideration, it's that you know father daughter just relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, anyone that's you know, there's always just going to be that extra influence just because yeah. they're blood and they're related yeah that's tough we were talking about last week how you know you always want to make your father proud so he's asking her to do something and also in exchange she gets to find out who her mother is yeah i feel like oh my god is he lying has he found her i just feel like there's so many wrong things happening first yeah Yeah, totally first of all he's turning his back on kate but like in such a you know, I feel like he can why does he want kate dead he can kill kate because i feel like he's using her to get Scott killed, mm-hmm. right? To get that part of the dirty deed done because she knows how to do it, whereas he doesn't. And then he won't need her. He's doing one of those things where he's like turning everyone's eyes away from him and at yes. each other. So that way it's almost like this yes. crossfire. And then he's just going to be the last one who literally barely sweated a bullet. Yes. You're right. That's exactly what I think going you're on. exactly right there because he needs to get to Scott. And if mm-hmm. he puts everybody else against somebody else, it's just going to be him and Scott in the middle. You're so right about that. I like that. Um, so, also, do you guys think that Malia's even <coughs> capable of killing Kate, though? I We've know. seen Kate, like, take Scott down this episode. I know, episode. she's pretty fierce. And, but we haven't really seen Malia. I mean, she was out in the wild killing for years, all alone, fending mm-hmm. for herself, so she can probably get pretty she, nasty. She, she, I definitely think, you know, you know, Malia has more control of her powers, but mm-hmm. I think that Kate is a more dangerous yeah. powers mm-hmm. and she de- she hasn't quite harnessed it yet mm-hmm. I think if Kate harnessed everything I don't think that there would be a shot but I think you know with this someone who you know knows their their magic that they can wield yeah. you know, that's yeah. interesting now if Malia does end up killing Kate how do you think that will affect her relationship with mm-hmm. the pact well hmm. like, like cause Scott says no yeah, killing no killing but you know what? I feel like he's gonna understand. The one, yeah, like, you know what? You know, it's okay that you broke that policy. That was a, a yeah. crazy sociopath <laughs> exactly. jagger and she killed pretty much everyone. And turned me into berserker. You okay? I feel like I feel like we're gonna have like a Game of Thrones kind of thing happen in the finale where like so many people die because you we think? haven't have a lot of people know. dying lately. So I feel like Kate's gonna die. I feel like Peter's gonna die, and I think I think Malia's gonna kill um, Kate. Kate. And I think Scott will kill Peter. And I mm. think Liam will kill a berserker. I like those. Ooh, I could They're I good. could for sure see Liam 
killing a berserker, and that would like, like establishing his like his new teen wolfness and yeah. um, you know and joining yeah. really joining right. and committing yeah. to Scott's path yeah, yeah. And, and that that just shows that he's really you know harnessed who he is you know to me you know what I think I don't know anything but I I think that a lot of the villains aren't gonna die. Mm-hmm. That's going to carry on to the next. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think that something's going to be very, maybe not die. Some, some, I definitely mm-hmm. think some are going to die, but I think that something's going to be unresolved for sure. Yeah. yeah. I feel that way too. Um, there was a little clip that we got to see for next week where Peter is saying to Malia, mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. would you kill to save Styles? Because I definitely think that Scott would kill to save Kira. So, do you guys think that that's true? Do you think Scott would would kill to save Kira? And Leah, obviously, she'd kill to save Styles. That's, like, <laughs> not even a second guess. Yeah. I oh, think man. I do so. I think You Scott think he would? would? I think Scott That would. might be what happens, too. Yeah. I, I, I think Scott, I think depending on the circumstance and who the person is, I think, mm-hmm. me personally, I think Scott would find a way to not have to do either. Because that's yeah. just what he does. Yeah. That's a great point. He always but, finds a way. But then, like, don't you feel like, like... I don't know. I feel like... I don't know. I'm so conflicted. (laughs) (laughs) Teen Wolf will do that to you. Yeah. I love it. it. I love it. It's like being a teenager again. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're so confused. I'm so confused. I'm like an adult teenager. Well, (laughs) I want to get in... Before we roll into predictions, I want to first get into a little interview one-on-one with you, Cody. Because we want to learn more about you. We're so excited you're here. So Uh, We want to know about the man (laughs) behind Brett. (laughs) So I always ask, what specifically from your childhood do you think led you into wanting to be an actor? Oh, wow. Um, I, I think definitely for sure, um, me being adopted for sure. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, Didn't know that. Yeah, I was taken away actually at the age of nine, and I was officially wow. adopted at the age wow. of 12. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, no, it's it, it definitely worked out for the way it should be, and um, you know, I think you know, my story's not, like I've, I've, I've said this repeatedly, my story's mm-hmm. not different. Like, I definitely went through a lot of crazy shit but acting gave me a place to i think motion all those emotions and and Mm -hmm. deal with them in a creative um positive way i do think that yeah yeah that's very cool yeah totally so were you putting on plays what was like the very (laughs) first thing you think that you just felt this release from performing the first time that class, I did it, yeah, or? I was, it was, it was, um, I was taking, it was my first acting class of anything ever, um, mm-hmm. and it was with a casting director by the name of Joey Paul Jensen, she works with Disney, mm-hmm. and she gave me this very long, um, very dramatic, intense, like, sobbing monologue, and I looked at it. Wow. And I just... And this was your first piece ever? Yeah, I know, <laughs> right? She just threw me to the wolves. Oh, and my I, gosh. Yeah, I had this, like, long, blonde, like, Justin Bieber hair at the time. Like, nice. flippy Ryan Sheckler. Oh, my goodness. And, um, and I read it. I read it, like, three or four times I went in there. And, you know, I, I literally just laid my heart out on that stage. And then, you know, I... I I looked up at whenever I was done. I looked up and everyone just had tears in their eyes. Wow. And... You know, for me, I was good at sports, but I was never the star athlete. Mm-hmm. I was never the star at anything. And for me, you know, I was 14 years old. I felt like I finally found Cody's niche. And, and it impacted wow. people in, in a really big way, and that, that solidified it for me. 
That's amazing. For sure. That's a fantastic story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what was sort of like your first gig? I, I think I heard you did some modeling and whatnot, yeah. right? I did some modeling, and that was, you know, just... I, there was a girl that I liked, and I was like, oh, maybe if I become an Abercrombie model, she'll like me. <laughs> like, that was literally yeah. That was your motivation? That, well, for the modeling. For the modeling, yes, which yeah. then led into oh, acting. That's um, awesome. My, did it work out for you? Uh, did, did she like a, you? Did you find a better girl? You know, it, it, you know what's really funny? She had, you know, it's really interesting. She had the dream of moving out to California and pursuing all this, and without her, like, get planting that seed and and me having feelings for her i I would have actually you know sort of never actually came out here but i would have never thought to come out to california where are you from originally ohio Wow, cool. Pennsylvania. Yeah. Oh, we're playing you. Our first game, we're playing the Browns. Yeah, you are. Next week. It's going intense. It's going down. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm stepping back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, what, what, who is like your influences that you kind of look up to? Hmm. Um, I would definitely have to say, you know, my mom, um, oh, my, my mom that adopted me. I mean, she, you know, she's a single mom. She's, she's wow. never been married and, you know, she took on this kid and completely, you know, changed my whole life, like wow. in so many ways. Um, she, she literally gave me a brand new start at life and, and just, you know, she, she has so much integrity and she has good morals and, and she's successful. And so I, I definitely consider her a, uh, one of my if if not my biggest role model for sure. That's amazing. That's so cool. It's, yeah. it's, it's so nice to hear a positive adoption story. I yeah. mean, I was yeah. watching American Ninja Warrior actually the other day, mm-hmm. and he, one of the <laughs> did you do you watch the show? I he know, was, but it has a funny title. <laughs> it's a really awesome show. Okay, but one of the ninjas that was um had a kind of like similar story in yeah. the essence of his positive experience of adoption. I yeah. feel like that's an important message. You know, mm-hmm. it is. I mean, yeah. you know, with the, you know with adoption all those cases you know they can go usually one of two ways you mm-hmm. can either you know let it define you and 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 go down that negative path mm-hmm. or you know you can choose which is what i feel is the one thing i did different yeah. i've mm-hmm. said that before is I, yeah. I i i let it strengthen me i let life give mm-hmm. me a crazy situation and i mm-hmm. and i got so much stronger from it because now i'm in a position that i can inspire other people i can yes. i can help people exactly. that when they're at when they feel they're at their worst like dude i was there and even then some like mm-hmm. you it's it sounds very cheesy cliche but you can dude you can do it you can yeah. do anything no I think you're that's right. fantastic that yeah. you're using you know yeah. you were saying earlier you went from like 4,000 followers to like 35,000 or whatever yeah. it is and I'm sure that's gonna keep going but it's yeah. like yeah, it's great that you're agree. using that power to really help influence people yeah. because yeah. you know some some celebrities will like tweet out pictures of them half naked but you're tweeting out like well, inspirational I'd be quotes and I didn't stuff. have a couple of those yeah. <laughs> I mean you know what I mean though <laughs> no no one no one's complaining about that but I'm just saying yeah. it's more about them getting validation mm-hmm. most yeah. of those people it's mm-hmm. completely about getting validation from the fans for themselves yeah. yeah and what you're doing is really for other people and, and not so much looking in so it's really great yeah. that you're using it that way totally. yeah. and I think you're right I think it's a choice and I think when mm-hmm. you it emphasize is. that you chose because really that's all it is it's a choice yeah I mean dude I mean everyone says you know why are you, why are you so positive why are you so positive i'm like dude do you think it's easy always being positive like being negative is just the lazy man's way of thinking mm-hmm. like you, and if you you're you most of the time people are choosing to be stuck in that and for mm-hmm, me i was like right. no 
I don't want to feel negative. I don't want to feel lethargic throughout my day. Like, I'm going to feel positive. I'm going to give it to other people. And then I'm going to go take care of business and moves. You're, you're yeah. so contagious. I love it. I love yeah. it. Please come back. So, I, quick question. I noticed yeah. the tattoo. Do yeah, they put makeup on it for the show? Yeah, they absolutely do. Uh-huh. Um, MTV is super cool about, you know, um, covering my tattoos. And, you know, I definitely is have. Is that a dragon and the truth? Um, with a snake? This is a snake. snake. We're just going to, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. peel this off. You know? It's it seems like you should probably take off one of your yeah, layers. <laughs> like, does anybody He's mind? Getting a little, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, we need to see what these are. Cody is a Gemini. Cody is a Gemini. I have a Gemini tattoo yeah, on me. I'm one. a Gemini. You're a Gemini. Yes, yes. Everybody. Oh, what am I doing here? <laughs> no, you are the Leo. No, you balance us crazy. Yes, yes. Out. I'm yes. a Cancer Leo, so I am the balancer. Yes. The yin and the yang. Yeah, you are, baby. <laughs> no, but Gemini's, I, I do love Gemini's. They're twice as much fun, twice as much energetic, <laughs> twice as intelligent, because we're like two and people in one. Twice as humble. Twice, twice as crazy. Twice I mean, as crazy. Yeah, I agree, though. Yes. And modest. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, so, I'm totally into astrology. I think it's really cool. Me too. You know, I'm not, to be honest, I'm not usually into the day-to-day horoscopes, but, like, Mm -hmm. you know, when you look at, like, the time you were born, the place, like, you know, I I think it's really interesting, you know, and and you might get something you learn about yourself, you might not, it might be Mm -hmm. a cool read, might just be a waste of your time. Can you talk about any other projects or self projects yeah, that totally. you're working on right now? Yeah, um, I just uh, I'm doing a modeling gig um, with uh, Justin Bieber. Wow! Yeah, wow. I booked. Um, yeah, I'm like the lead model for his new campaign. It's called Gold Digger Clothing. Wow! And, um, yeah, I heard. How exciting! Congratulations! Thank yeah, you so congrats. much. It was crazy. Yeah, I mean, I it, it's it's really interesting. Funny story. The way it worked out. I I was inviting someone to my birthday. Um, that I had. It was like a belated party and um then they just linked us up and he you know him and his designer elijah steen um is going to be you know it, it, they, they released some pictures and so um it's it's gonna be really cool oh cool That's when awesome. can we see it it's it's on my instagram right it's now it's on right now yeah it's on okay. right now everybody what what's your yeah. instagram mm-hmm. uh my instagram is at cody saint new and it's a c-o-d-y-s-a-i-n-t-n-e-w i i noticed you changed saint new so people could actually pronounce it correctly exactly i like it i like it marketing. that's very smart yeah. marketing branding we yeah. love it <laughs> um before we head into predictions can you tell us maybe one of your funniest moments on set or just a memorable something that happened on set hmm the most memorable thing um you know i there's two actually there's one where um jeff davis was like hey i want to show you something and i was like i just got into set and i was like oh okay i was like oh shit am i in trouble did i do something (laughs) and then he he brings me back to his writer's room and he shows me this is before um the first episode even came out and he and he showed me and he showed me that was in the trailer and, you know, for me, I hadn't worked in a very long time. I've, you know, I've worked on House and I've done some big guest stars, but, like, mm-hmm. nothing like this. And, you know, to see yourself part of a trailer, um, you know, I, I actually, to be honest, I teared up. I was like, oh, I was my gosh, like, definitely. I was, it was such a understand. surreal moment. And so understand. there was that. And then, um, so that, that was, like, very memorable. Yeah, And then the second fantastic. part was uh, um, J.R. Bourne um, just talking with me on set like you know because i he's an og i think he's an amazing (laughs) actor yes i think he's so cool just so badass and good and um and we just talked about acting on the side of grass for like an hour while while we both were on a break and and you know he was just just 
it, you know, I looked at him, like, you know, after that, like a mentor, and so um, Aww. just that. Was there talk. like specific words that you remember that sort of influenced yeah. you? Yeah, like he was just you know talking about how like you know a lot of actors think like actors, and you know we're human beings, and you know like if you're gonna play someone who's like say you know a heroin addict, you know. A lot of the people who haven't done heroin, so, like, how do you even relate to that? And he just stripped it down to, this is a person, this is a human being that is going through this. They have this sadness in their life, and how do you connect this with this? And at the core of it, we're all we're all humans. We all have mm-hmm. hearts and emotions. And then mm-hmm. you just tack on, to like, the technicalities of how someone would be moving like that. And it was, it was just the way, he, everything he said just made so much sense. And I was like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, no, it's great to have those sort of mentors in your life yeah. who say sure. a little bit of words here that, mm-hmm. you know, you take with you Do throughout you have, your career. Like, an acting note on your phone where you like take like add notes. Oh, all the time. Like, I have I, one of those. Oh, for sure. I mean, even in my notes on my iPhone, I already yeah. have notes of myself from Brett last night and that I've written down and um, you know, I I, I take what I do very seriously. I really That's care awesome. about it. A lot, yeah. So, yeah. Well, you're doing a fantastic job. Yeah, Thank you I so feel much. like that's why Jeff and everybody at the Ready's Room is kind of giving you such an autonomy. Yeah, I heard you're supposed yeah. to die like the first episode. Yeah. That yeah. happens all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure they just saw what an amazing job you were doing, and they just knew. Right. They just knew that yeah. Brett's character had to go, on, which is why. I'm saying he's definitely coming back. Oh, <laughs> you're so I agree. Sweet. Yeah. Well, let's roll into predictions and talk about a few things mm-hmm. before we roll out. Cool. I jumped the gun. And now. That's our prediction. <laughs> Brett's gonna come. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Let's stick with that. That's yeah. awesome. Um, I gotta stick with that. So it looks like Derek's in trouble, and the fans were saying maybe Scott can bite Derek and he can come back again as a werewolf. I agree. I think that might happen, too. Ooh, that would be really that. cool. I support that. Yeah. And I think we decided that it seems like Kate's going to die. Yeah. I yeah. don't think Peter's going to die. No, you said you God, do. God, I just, I, I was so angry with him. I think it's because I don't to want him to. I reverse. He needs to be punished. You think Peter will die and Kate will continue on. Yeah. Oh. That's interesting. That's because, really you know, we, to if I'm talking about it, you know, they you know, Peter's already had a long character arc. This is a wear jagger mm-hmm. and this is very it's mm-hmm. interesting, it's new, it's it's That's a good it's point. dangerous. It's a whole yeah. other field and, and I think maybe her learning to harness her powers and then us having to deal with that would be a whole other thing. That'd be crazy. Totally. I agree with and that. Just, I just love Peter, so it's hard for yeah, me to let go. He's I like that him. he's like the guy who tortures you yeah. when you're dating you. <laughs> when you're dating someone that like tortures you, it's like the bad dater like guy. You gotta move. You gotta drop those kind of guys. I gotta drop Peter from my life. Yeah. He's abusive, but I love him. Oh, God. We need to set her some inspirational tweets. We do, yes. On the way. I'm just joking, guys. She sees the best in everyone. That's the way we look at it. That's kind of how I understand that. No, she is like that, yeah. So the pack. You heard it first on After Buzz TV. So it looks like the pack's going to Mexico to rescue Scott. And it does seem like they, Kira recognizes him, it seemed from like a preview. So hopefully. No, I think she's, I know, it says, it sounds like berserkers Mm -hmm. um, have him. Scott's a berserker. Scott isn't, but it actually has him. 
Scott, um, like I saw it again. I watched it twice with mm-hmm. captions, oh. and like the first time, I thought like Scott is a berserker or something like that. Yeah, like, where it sounded. I like, think they're gonna figure it out though. Yeah, either way, are, obviously they're gonna, they're gonna figure it Cody, out. Cody, where can we follow you? <laughs> you can follow me at at Cody Sainu, C O D Y S A I N T N E W. I love it. June, where can we follow you? Miss June Lee, M S underscore J U N E L E E. Fantastic. You guys can follow me at Cinematic Escape on Twitter or you can check out my blog, cinematicescape.com. And please join us next week for the finale. We're so excited. Oh, Thanks for tuning in, guys. At the Buzz TV. Executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 